This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 100. Oh my God! Of How You At You, it's your girl Shanice from Keep Up Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at HowYouAtYou. And don't forget to rate us, leave comments on Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff. So yeah, so let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you guys a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Day 6 renews contract with JYP Entertainment. On the 26th of September, Day 6 renewed their contract with JYP. A lot of fans are happy that they are sticking together, but don't understand why they are sticking with the agency, as many fans feel like they're not promoted that much compared to other groups under the same agency maybe they know something that we don't maybe they've striked up some sort of deal i don't know but that's what's happening thoughts feelings opinions shay um i was quite surprised because i'm not gonna lie i actually thought day six not necessarily disbanded but they i thought they had left already mm. so when i saw the news i was like oh Okay, I don't know whether I'm surprised as such. Maybe it just sort of made sense for all of them. Um, maybe it's where they're comfortable. So I don't have any intense feelings towards it, but mm. I, I was surprised to know that they're still active because I haven't seen them. See, in ages. and I think I think that's the main issue: the fact that you didn't even know that they're still active kind of validates what certain fans have been saying. The fact mm. that. Why would you want to stay with an agency that's not actively promoting you in some shape or form? But as I said, we don't know all the ins and outs, what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe, as I said, they might have striked up something where things may turn around or maybe, and this may seem a bit shady. I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just putting out an observation. Maybe... This was the only offer that they did have. Not just not because they're not talented, but because again, they seem so hidden and unless you know or you actively follow them, you're not really gonna know what they're up to. Yeah. And maybe no one's looking for them. Yeah, that's a good point. And just a quick question, do we know like the length of this current contract that they've signed? Because it could be a short term. One yeah, year. I don't. I don't know. It has nothing has been said, or I personally haven't seen anything. Well, so, hopefully they get some exposure. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, indeed. Moving on, Golden Charles Bowman will undergo surgery for fa- for a facial fracture. So, Willem Entertainment shared a statement on the 29th of September that Bowman was hit with hit in the face with a wood golf club while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during a golf practice on his personal time. 
He received emergency treatment and a detailed examination immediately after the incident. Following the recommendation of the medical staff, the agency is currently coordinating a surgery for his facial fracture and because of this, Bowman will not be able to participate in scheduled activities for the time being. Oh, child. Um, wow. Get well soon. Hopefully, it's not too much of an invasive surgery. It's crazy. That must have hurt. Yeah, for real. I didn't even know there was golf clubs made of wood. Me neither. But even if it was like a regular metal golf club. Yeah, like I any, know. Any form. Jeez. Um, yeah. Speedy recovery, please. Gosh. For real. Blackpink Jisoo be, being that girl. So Cartier reportedly had to double Dior's contract offer to Blackpink's Jisoo in order to secure her as a global ambassador for Panthère de Cartier. I think that's how you say it. Um, after the two fashion houses engaged in a contract battle over her. So Jisoo... It's just that girl racking up the coins, and I love, I love that Jisoo. for her. <laughs> I don't know where she was, but she she gives off the energy that I think I would give when I'm gonna manifest it when I'm a I'm a brand ambassador because I don't know where she was, but they kept like showing her either like new bags or like new makeup, and she was like, "Oh, that's so nice. I want it." <laughs> like they just kept giving her all this stuff. Um, so I'd love that for her. Imagine two big brands battling for your love and affection. As they should. Goals. We stand at Jisoo over here. I think a lot of people underestimate her. Like, she ha- is has been really impactful. The brands that she's worked with, like, she's helped. Not that they weren't popular, but, like, she's introduced them to a whole new audience. Like, mm. a lot of the things that she promotes will become, like, super popular. So I'm not even surprised. Me either. As I said, Jisoo is that girl. And last but not least, YG has taken legal action against Blackpink's Jenny's private picture leakage. So they left a statement saying, we've made a, we've made official requests to the police in, to look into the person who first disclosed Jenny's personal images. We've been eyeing the case constantly and have filed the complaint in September. We've been staying silent on the case to minimize additional damage, but groundless rumors, slander, personal attacks, sexual harassment, and privacy infringement are happening so indiscreetly that we feel it should not be overlooked. All the pictures spread on on the internet have been disclosed illegally without rightful consent. The act of spreading them is secondary victimization and can be subject to legal punishment. So, YG is not messing around it, playing around. So, uh, there's that. So, does that, you know what, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to, I'm going to, because I'm going to be a good girl. What? (laughs) Maybe. Um, Yeah, I was going to say something, but I don't want to spread misinformation or rumors. Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just I'm just gonna leave it there. Mm-hmm. If you guys can read my mind, this is very vague. Probably cannot, probably have no idea what I'm thinking. But if you guys can read my mind, does that mean that this is that? If you understood that, let me know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone understood that because I didn't. <laughs> oh my 
my god. I'll say it one more time. Does that mean that this means that? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that is hot topics. Hot, hot topics. If there's any stories you want us to comment on, or if you want to comment on a story, then please hit us up on socials at how you at you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving on to our next segment called Say What? We send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas. We haven't had any in a while. Guys, mm. what's going on? What's the mess? Hot tea, games, anything in between. You can send that all to howutea at gmail.com. That's howutea at gmail.com. Or you can submit an anonymous form on my website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how do you at you? So Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is not all of your faves have what it takes to become a soloist and there is such a thing as big company privileges. I also hate it when an idol does a very mundane thing or or does a very mundane thing or task and the fans act like they have solved world hunger. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right, so the first part of this is not all of your faves have what it takes to become a soloist, which we've somewhat discussed. Yeah, before, and I yeah. feel like there's people that forget that not everyone wants to be a soloist either. Some mm. people just want to be in a group or they just thrive better in a group, either or or both. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That doesn't diminish their talents in any shape or way. Not everyone wants to do that. It's kind of like, it's kind of the flip side of, not everyone wants to be a CEO or not everyone wants to run their own business. This is my role. This is my lane. I don't want to elevate. I don't need to go up the ranks even further. I, I feel like I thrive here. That's fine. And yeah, there are a, a thing as big company privileges as well. Yeah, and that, that's like no secret. Like, yeah, I think everyone is aware of that. People know that in terms of one just overall popularity but also who can actually get onto shows and other things mm-hmm. like it's not new information not not patronizing anyone any of you guys that didn't know but it is quite a widely um known thing and it, it should be acknowledged i think um mm-hmm. i find it quite upsetting sometimes when i see people online that equate um popularity to talent Mm. Like they will be like, oh, like this lesser known group isn't that talented, but they're just maybe not as popular. I haven't had the opportunity to be yeah. in front of as many people in comparison to some of your faves. And having more exposure will hopefully, not it doesn't always guarantee it, but in turn generate more money for that company and group to then maybe train more or have more resources. So it all kind of comes in hand in hand. Yeah. And then uh, the last one, and I I really resonate with this, the person Mm -hmm. said, I also hate it when an idol does a very mundane thing or task and the fans act like they have solved world hunger. It's so true. I see this all the time. I can't think of an an example, like no particular 
examples popped into my head, but it's so true and it's so annoying. I like it will I I'm I'm also annoyed. Like I can't think of like a concrete example, but it will be something like um Oh, oh here's an example. On. Okay. Not necessarily targeted at any idol, right? So and most of the time this has nothing to do with the idol. So just say for example, Shay, mm-hmm. you're the idol, right? And just say you wore a, a shirt that says uh, love is love or whatever and everyone's like yes Shay stands for the LGBTQ plus community what is your faith doing bearing in mind not saying that Shay the idol doesn't believe what she's wearing but half the time it's your stylist Shanice that has picked this up and just thought I don't even know what this says I can't even read English but this looks good with those shoes. So Shay, today you're going to wear that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm listening to what you're saying. But the whole time from the moment you started, all I can just think is speak, Valentina. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like things like that. But I think there are like worse ones. Like it might even be just on a V Live and they smile or someone's walking past something and then they like maybe pull someone in a little bit so they're not as close to the road and then they develop this whole story about like how they're such a nice person they're going to be a wonderful father this is ama- <laughs> like it just yeah. take the action for what it is and like don't I-, I get it like naturally you might go like oh my gosh like wow this like one little thing can give you like gives you ammo to come up with other different answers and storylines mm. but sometimes like it's really crazy stuff I think um <laughs> oh what I I, I want to try and think of as of a good example and if we can't think of any I actually want us to recap this next week but there have been such like base level minimal things that idols have done and people are like oh my gosh like this person is amazing they are the sweetest person ever Mm. look at this guys and I'm not saying they're not they could be a great person but you can't decide that based on yeah, a five on second that. clip yeah it's yeah. the same energy when fans love the term duality and it's just like okay one second they're like <laughs> on stage and they're moving to the song the song's an angry song and then because the song's over they smiled like the duality I'm like so you guys don't have a range of emotions too <laughs> or you just meant to have I'm just meant to be the angry girl or the, or the happy girl all day. Like, I don't... Let's not... Or, like, sometimes it might actually be genuine, nice actions that the individual's done. But I think the fans almost... not. It isn't always just fans. It could just be people in general or stands or whatever. They make it... They kind of ruin the moment. I don't know mm. if I'm explaining <laughs> this properly. Like, it might be something like, you know when idols are filming, like, their own little web shows and whatever for their YouTubes, and they might be making a meal for themselves, and then they offer their staff some? Mm. That could be seen as a nice action. I would even say, oh, like, that's really nice. Like, they technically don't have to do that. Yeah. That's a nice thing to do. But then fans would be like, oh, my gosh, like, all their staff must be treated so well by them all the time, and this is so like you don't need to drag it just be like that's nice and move on (laughs) yeah yeah um if any of you guys want to comment on this please do let us know if you have any good examples (laughs) or if you think even the little things matter and it makes them a wonderful person just explain and we'll we'll try to understand um 
This next person said, I think being on Twitter, uh, I think being on Stan Twitter can destroy the whole experience of being a K-pop fan, especially if you're new. I agree. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Shanice agrees. And <laughs> the second part of this person's unpopular opinion is, and why does new jeans get all the hate of being minors with members being the average age of any other group when they debut? Mm. okay the first little bit i'm not a twitter babe so i'm scared of twitter and i'm not a twitter and babe this, so i can understand why. okay why but can you can you explain why you're scared or twitter i uh, just the stories like twitter just seems <laughs> not the stories i i twitter just seems scary like if i pictured twitter as a person like it would be <laughs> frothing at the mouth and like oh twitching. my gosh um and like bite chewing on someone's ankle that's how i perceive twitter um i don't know and once again I've, i haven't really been a twitter babe but it doesn't feel there there aren't enough pictures <laughs> so, i don't know how to explain it it's just never really resonated with me there's always fights on twitter there's always scary things uncensored things it's just it's never really sold itself to me yeah i feel like with stan twitter there are some stands on there that feel like because they have a certain follower count that that means they are some sort of celebrity or oh. they should be held at some sort of regard and i also feel like as well because twitter can be a free for all right Mm-hmm. You could be minding your own business, talking to your own people and be like, you know what? That How You At You episode, didn't care for it, didn't like what Shani said. That's mm-hmm. fine. There'll be someone that's like a hardcore How You At You stan, yeah? Again, I'm just using us as an example. We're not that popping. Um, how, how You At You stan that will just search How You At You all day. And come across this tweet that was pretty harmless. Just go in and be like, well, you're ugly. Your mom shouldn't have given birth to you. What do you know? And, you know, you can interchange how you're at you with any group, any idol, any whatever. And this is not necessarily just for, like, K-pop or whatever. It could be Western music or a show or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, why? Why would you do that? Why was that necessary? not needed and especially if you're new to something in in this sense you know you're a new k-pop fan and you know you're trying to interact with you know that fandom that you're into or whatever and if you come across an account or accounts that are clicky or you're trying to interact with people and they don't interact back i can understand where it's just like uh i don't like it here so Mm. Yeah, but on the other side, Twitter can be a fun place because of how freeing it can be. So I just feel like it's it's a it's a double edged sword in a sense. But I can understand because to be honest, when I'm on Twitter, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm not on Stan Twitter. I don't I don't look out for 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 the K-pop people. Like there's a few people that I may follow, and through their retweets or whatever they're tweeting about whatever's happening on that side i'm kind of in a loop but i'm not in the heart of it because one 
it can be very exhausting in a sense of mm. there's some accounts that are like that if they could they would tweet at every second what this particular group or particular person's doing oh or if you follow too many people it's just like everyone's just saying the same thing or yeah it's just a lot it's like you know what if you take it in doses and i feel like that's with anything take it in a dose it's cool it's fine mm. Yeah, I don't, I, like, it's just never really appealed to me. And this, like, might, like, it might not be the most impactful statement, but I feel like on Twitter, there's also a much bigger, um, like, lack of accountability. Like, at least if someone says something on Instagram, it might not be their personal account, but you would at least, like, go see if there's anything on their page or something. I don't feel, you can, you can still hide and, like, create extra accounts or whatever. But yeah, I, just feel I, like, I see what you yeah. mean, yeah. I feel like, yeah, you're right. It's kind of. Unless, like, you've connected other accounts to your Twitter account. It's, I think it's quite easy to say something wild and then run away on Twitter. Yeah. If you're on the nice side of Twitter, I'm happy for you. And that's lovely. I'm on the nice side when I'm, when I'm on. So I just, I just tweet and go. Just. Does, uh, does Twitter not... But I have a question, actually. And maybe this is something we should write into the, the Twitter gods about. Does Twitter not have rules? No, they're, they're, they're all guidelines. But they're oh. very vague. <laughs> okay. I feel like with Twitter, it's not as restrictive, uh, I guess, as other social medias. Okay. I just wondered because, like, I, I obviously, I'm once again not Twitter babe, but I will always like pass the TikToks of like, oh, did you see like this type of video that I'm not going to talk about that is on Twitter right now, and then. It, it's still there when people go to go watch it yes and there are lots of children on twitter so maybe think about that but, um yeah we'll just get the children off let's not yeah thank you for that um and then on to our last unpopular oh wait the second part of the opinion about new jean oh yes um yeah this person also said and why does new jean get all the hate of being minors with members being the average age of any other group that debuts i think foresight is to uh hindsight foresight hindsight i think because we've seen it in the sense of seeing idols debut quite young and what has happened in a sense of they've grown up and they've even said it themselves. They feel like they haven't really lived a life or they don't have friends or they kind of feel trapped within the system where they feel like if they don't achieve a certain thing and it messes with their mental, there's all these certain things that we've seen happen to other idols in the past where it's just like, okay, we've seen how certain things can end badly or you know in hindsight maybe something should have been put into place mm-hmm. so I feel like that's where those discussions come from and at the same time I feel like not necessarily just debuting younger idols but and I feel like we've had this conversation before or I've said something like this before but it's like once you've you hit a certain age in K-pop, they just make you feel like you're old. And like, I'm like, this this person or these people are not even like 30 yet. And even 30 is not old. But they make, 
They even make that seem like, oh my gosh, you're 33 and you're still dancing? Wow, look at you go. And it's like, what? You're acting like this, they're like 75 or something. I'm and sorry, even if they. You know why I'm laughing? It's Can I finish I my. But I literally had this conversation with someone like yesterday. I was, I found out like, I, well, what I was telling you about that some groups that I used to stand, their members are basically 30. And I was like, wow, they're 30. But, um, but like, do you see how, like, how problematic that is? Because it's like, yeah, so? And even if they were like 75, so? Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like not even just K pop yet, but music in general. Why? I don't understand. When you hit a certain age, you just don't stop listening to what you like or you don't stop enjoying what you enjoyed before. So I don't understand where it's just like, for example, we get like, I think we even had a dilemma come in before where someone may have, may have felt insecure because they're, they're like a grown person, like 55 and like, oh, I'm going to go to a, a K-pop concert but people look at me weird. And then it's just like, it's still music at the end of the day. Mm. So let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. But that's not, that's a whole different take. But mm. back to Minor's debuting. I just feel like, again, we've seen it happen. And just because something's happened before doesn't mean that it's right. And we've seen certain effects that it's had on certain people. So I don't see the harm in, they're not going to lose their talent because they're older. They're just going to get refined. So I don't understand why they can't wait a couple years mm-hmm. and then debut. Yeah, I, well, I get for the first part of what you were saying, I get that when I was like, oh, X group is 30, I just didn't realise like how much time had gone past. Cause yeah, no, I'm, I was right. I'm, not, I'm not, I know that's what you meant, but yeah. when other people say, oh my gosh. Like, oh, like 30 is like this ancient. Yeah. yeah, there isn't like really a number that you can put on music or things like that so i don't think that's as relevant i think when we're having the discussion around minors like you've already shared it's more so we would prefer if everyone that debuted was of legal age and like at least an adult not saying that they're not gonna face any kind of mental or psychological issues on their journey as an artist but at least there's a certain level of maturity and experience that comes with being an adult Mm. whereas when you're a kid or whatever or uh, a teenager or a tween like you're still developing and processing certain things and it doesn't mean you wake up at 18 and your life is all together and your your head screwed on straight but I think there's just different things mm. that can be expected of an adult than what should be expected of a child but kind of back to what this person was saying specifically around why new genes are getting so much hate and this could be an incorrect standpoint to have but with new genes, I feel like they are all the same age with like maybe a year or two difference. Mm. What do you think I'd be right in saying that? I actually don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think they're around around similar ages. And I would probably say like all of them are under 17, I think. Let me actually try and bring this up. Okay, one of them was born in 2004, 2004, 2005, 2006. I mean, some of the, there are. I think there are like members that are eighteen in the group. Mm. Okay, so one would have just turned eight. Um, no, it's turning eighteen this week on the sixth, and 
one will be 18 next year. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, there are actually, like, a ton of idols that have debuted very young, but the way it's felt in the past is, like, oh, this group has one or two really young members, and then everyone else is an adult. Mm. Would would that be... No, I, I see it, but I just, I don't even think it's that. Like, that could be part of it. Um, And again, I guess this kind of debunks, because I think there were two, I don't know if there's meant to be like two members that are 18, one that's turning 18, and then there's like a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old, if I if I am right. So in a sense, I guess you could say, oh, but they're adults. But maybe that's not the concern. I think the concern is, I think the training process in Korea is, is a lot. <laughs> and I think, and maybe I could be wrong because I, I, we're not in it, but it needs to be tailored for... The person's age also on top of that i wonder if they do go through any media ish training in a sense of do they get to discuss what certain things may be thrown at them is do they have like a psychologist or, or a therapist on board where they could talk through certain things that are happening because i feel like a lot from what i've seen and again i could be wrong because i'm not in it but from what I've seen, the only way that they kind of induce this is via tough love. So, for example, you may see a clip of a pre-debut idol and the dance teacher is really harsh on them. And it's like, you know, I'm doing this because I know you can give me more. And if you're going to, going to give me, you know, 45% on stage, this is what the audience are going to say. And that's mm-hmm. all well and good. But I still feel like, not everyone's going to take to that. And secondly, I feel like there still should be another approach where, you know, they get to talk to someone and say, okay, so if you wake up on Tuesday and you're sick and you only your 100% on this day is 45% and you do get hate online, do they have someone that they could go to and they could talk through and they are somewhat comforted and be like, you know what, yes, today was a bad day for you, but, you know, by you know, you know how the internet is. It's fickle. You're only as great as your last performance. So next performance, you know, try and try and give 100%. Da, 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 da. Like they have someone to talk to. They have, they don't, they're not ashamed to cry. They're not ashamed to, you know, um, express their frustrations without coming across as, you know, rude or, uh, you know, overstepping boundaries. Like is there, is there a process like that within companies where they're able to do that because I feel like that's part of the issue as well I feel like if they do have um like minors or just people in general not even just minors have like a strong support system within their company where it's just like they do have that that person or people that they can talk to or rely on and they know that you know social media isn't everything and not to take certain things to heart then I feel like that will build a more healthier person, if that makes sense. I know it waffled a lot, but I hope that makes sense. Because obviously, you know, in the West, you know, we have child stars. I know every child star goes wild, but for those child stars that can progress into adult stars and seem to have their head screwed on, do have that strong support system, whether that's their their mom, that's their manager, that's, you know, there's family around them that keeps them grounded or they've had certain people that they could talk to or they have just have an opportunity to live out 
parts of their childhood as well because I feel like that's a key thing as well that they're able to you know experience certain things that the average 15 14 50 whatever year old is going through as well because if they don't experience that that can also have a negative effect on them so there's all these different factors where I, I just wonder do companies implement those things as well yeah I think I think that's a good point because unfortunately on multiple occasions we have seen cases where companies don't even have the resources to support and be there for their adult Mm. idols and stars so obviously dealing with not a child not to like put them down but they are still technically children and minors like that's a whole different ball game they've obviously been away from their families from for considerable amounts of time and they're in new environments and stuff so is there that support to take them on that journey Mm. um and I don't know like this is just something to throw out there and maybe some of you guys listening can send us some thoughts do groups that debut like do girl groups that debut with quite a few minors get more hate than boy groups that debut with a lot of minors I don't know if that's something we would say there's a difference in because I'm trying to I can't really think of any super young Mm. I think maybe it's more highlighted and I guess it's a double standard because I think girl groups can have like a large like male fan base Mm -hmm. so it's just like who's watching these girls why are you watching them even though you know women can be predatory too like Mm -hmm. it's not just a gender thing but I think that's where it stems from as well yeah I think that would be sort of an interesting perspective to look at as well it's not saying it is okay for one not for the other but is there a difference do we see a difference in the sort of hey and then overall like just an umbrellaing problematic issue with debuting minors it isn't okay with anyone but the over sexualization that will happen from fans maybe from a company internally i think the way new jeans have been styled so far have been like quite age appropriate at least from what i've seen Mm. but there are cases where it isn't age appropriate or people are saying inappropriate things about minors and a boatload of other problems but um Mm. Yeah, it is, it is a little bit sad. And then on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, I'm pretty sure this is an unpopular opinion, but with the amount of videos I see, I think it counts. People need to stop posting those videos about, quote unquote, things Sesangs have said about idols. I'm sorry, but Sesangs are the last people I'm listening to for information. A lot of this information could be fake, either people who aren't sesangs but act like they are to stir up drama or they are sesangs and still make things up at the very least blow it out of proportion we have already seen countless idols get hurt by quote-unquote fans who have lied so why should we trust them even if we're actually even if they're actually sesangs and some of the info is right why still listen to them at all it's weird how people say they hate sesangs but when these videos come come out and possible information comes up from idols, everyone listens to them. If Sesangs are crazy enough to do what they do, I'm not listening to them, especially if it anything accurate. Also, I find it funny of the ones saying some idols were rude to them. Like, you're up in their business, <laughs> they're not going to be happy with you. I hope I got my point across well. 
Yes, we hear you mm-hmm. loud and clear. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, and I, I thought this as well. I'm like, okay, so on the flip side, everyone's like, boo, say signs, you crazy, how dare you? But then these videos come up and they'd be like, oh, this person from NCT is dating, used to date this person from ITZY. And then, of course, I, I knew it. I knew it. Like, what, what, from what, why do you believe, why do you believe this? Why? Yeah. Or like, I, I've seen, I think, some videos like this as well, where it's like, time settings have been right. And, and like, irregardless of whether they end up being quote unquote right about something, they're still a sesang and it's still no one's business. Yeah, they're all up in someone else's business. Like, and it's so true. I have seen, um, like, certain ones where it'll say, oh, this idol was rude. It's like, duh, well, if you're all up in their grill or you're hiding under their bed or whatever the case may be, I'll be rude too. Like, get out my grill. Like, why are you here? I'm a little bit mad. But, um, no, I guess, like, we both agree with this. Like, one, I don't think anyone should be listening to anyone else that presents as a sesang or that is sharing inappropriate information mm. or going too far with things. Um and even if they turn out to be true, like at the end of the day, it isn't your business. Like you're there to listen mm-hmm. to music. Like um, it might be a silly example, but imagine like you're in school and you go to hand in your homework and then your teacher's like, oh, can I see your browsing history? Like, can I come to your house? Like the homework <laughs> is the only thing you're meant to be exchanging. So just listen to the music, watch the programs, move on. Like you don't need to invade someone's privacy in life. And I think one thing that's quite scary at times is that, some people that call themselves quote unquote fans feel very entitled to these extra pieces of information. Mm. And that is terrifying. And it's obviously not all fans, but I think even if you feel yourself sort of slipping into that space of having this sort of entitled stance towards your fave or wanting to know more about their life, like just sort of touch some grass, regather yourself (laughs) and be like okay like this is an actual person they have a life they have a right to privacy just the way I do love their music I enjoy their programs love their personality but I'm not going to take it too far I think Mm. that's really important to keep in mind and I also feel like as this person was saying to be honest me and you could make a video like oh things say sensor and just say some wild things just just because we're bored Mm. like we're like it's all groundless rubbish like I could just say oh yeah, NCT Mark doesn't always removes pickles out of his burgers. Uh, where's that? Where's that coming from? Like you just, I'm just plucking it out of the air. <laughs> but because it's things that say Sang said, oh, it must be true. Mm, it's a little bit strange, and maybe this is just my personality. Mm. But I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> this, this might sound terrible, but like, I, I don't really care what they, what they want to eat or like what they did as a kid or whatever. <laughs> I just, I don't feel like that's my business. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't feel like I need that information or like yeah. I'm entitled to it. I understand, like, I'm sh- I'm pretty sure there have been like studies and papers that people have written where k-pop and it isn't just within k-pop like Hallyu as a whole and then there are like other sub cultures and genres where we see it happen as well but a lot of the time people that get into k-pop or certain things like this are maybe sometimes isolated or they don't have many friends or 
it feels like a new safe space for them and a new home. So they try to get all of their needs met from this one thing, which isn't exactly healthy. So it isn't really, it's not judging those people, but it's sort of acknowledging what it is and what it isn't and what is okay and what isn't okay. And trying to get your needs met in other ways in your real life. Mm-hmm. Not saying that K-pop isn't real, but it's not your life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit crazy. I think the some of the craziest videos I've seen are the ones where, like, oh, time sesangs have been right. But also, like, the airport sesangs, like, the ones that will just walk up next to an artist and, like, act like they know each other. Mm. Like, that's terrifying. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that one. And then moving on, we have a question for today. So someone said, in honor of episode 100 and for new listeners, can you both tell us your K-pop slash Hallyu origin story? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first? Yes. No, so- you go first. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, ooh, how, how did I get started? Um, <laughs> it was a rainy day. <laughs> When, when was it? I think I first sort of got into Have You as a whole back in like 2013, I would say 2012, 2013. And it was because of two things. I don't remember the order in which it happened, but one was that some of my friends had gotten into K-pop and I didn't really get it at the time. I, like, I didn't really pay much attention to it. And then my friend showed me a picture of EXO where they all looked the same. Like it's for one of their Christmas oh, the specials. Christmas one. Yeah. So they were like all in the exact same outfit, making the same facial expression and their hair was all the same and stuff. And they were like, well, like these are all different people. And like, do you want to try and name them with us? And <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> but um, yeah, I went down the rabbit hole from there. Um, I would definitely say that EXO was the first group that got me into K-pop. Like very, very OG EXO like when all the members were still there and there were two <laughs> units and everything yeah so th- they were probably one of my early groups then I was there when BTS came out the womb um the womb child the womb I was in I was in the the room um it was a hard labor but they came out um who else was there well there was 24k I don't know if they're still around but I really liked them when they were active it was unique. Oh, unique? Um, yes. Um, Dean, love Dean. He, I think he's kind of back now. I think that that's a thing. But Dean was about. Uh, Dean was actually my favorite, my first ever K anything concert. So that was a good introduction into the Aww. concert space. And then fast forward to GCSE time for me. So I had a hand injury. I knew I shouldn't have been doing PE, but for some reason, PE was mandatory. I got hurt in PE, so I couldn't do anything. And I think exams were like in a few months. So I had like this little laptop that they made me carry around in hopes that I would do some sort of work with my other hand in lessons, which I was doing, stay in school kids. Um, But on the side, I was also like running my YouTube channel and doing stuff online and that sort of thing um so yeah that's how I got into it and because my I use it as like a good excuse because I had this hand injury I couldn't properly revise so I'd spend like hours watching k-dramas on Vicky 
um, before there were ads on Vicky, so me and my friend would be on like the phone and we'd press play on our K drum at the same time and like oh, that's so live cute. comment. Yeah, so um, that's how I got down the rabbit hole. It was a stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> um, the way I started is kind of a, it's a bit of a blur. Actually, I do remember. I I don't. I think I might have said this before. Or I might have said just just to you, Shay. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Same thing in my eyes. Um, so <laughs> I remember I was in I was in high school, secondary school, and it was an ICT lesson. And my friend OJ, hey girl, um, she she was watching. I think she was watching Big Bang or something. Mm-hmm. And this is like they just debuted Big Bang, so this is telling my age. Um, and I was like, what's, who's that? What are you doing? What's that? She's like, oh, that's G Dragon. I'm like, G who? Like, why is his name that? I'm so confused. <laughs> why is, is that? <laughs> like, bear in mind, like, I think this was, I think this must have been like a music video where it was just like T.O.P. and G Dragon. I think maybe Bomb was like singing the chorus. Right? And they're just like in like hip hop street attire. So I'm like, I don't understand why he's called G Dragon. There's no dragon on him. Like, there's no symbol. Like, like, I was confused. I didn't get it. So she's watching that. And then I think she must have watched, I think, maybe, I think it was like Taeyang's My Girl, whatever. We know the story about Taeyang, My Girl, and the Braids. I'm not going to go into it again. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, who's that? And then she was like, oh, that's G Dragon's best friend, Taeyang. And I'm like, okay, okay, all right. Names are cool and all that, but like, what is this? Like, this whole thing. Like, what is this? What What are we doing right now? What What am I watching? She's like, oh, you know, it's like Korean pop music. Um, and I, I'm not going to be honest. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know what South Korea was. Like, I, I, I was like, what's What's that? Like, I, I've never heard of this country in my life. Um, so I think. I started watching a few bits here and there, but I wasn't like into it, into it. Like it was just like the same few songs like, and didn't really go down the rabbit hole. And then I think I must've came across like TVXQ. I think it, their song was like called Wrong Number and I was like rinsing that for a bit. And I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, this is cool. And then, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember what happened or what the actual initial was like I knew like I was a fan of like Big Bang or whatever but I don't know what led me to like explore other groups or to look at other groups or to to watch other things um and then I think what happened is then I was I must have been it like started uni or something like that no it must have no it was before uni I don't know it's all a blur but I definitely was in a club so I must have been of age Unless it, I, I don't know, but I really feel like it was before uni. And then I was really extra at the time. So I'm so extra, but I started this whole like dance circle thing. Basically gathered some girls because it was really crap. It was really packed in there. I gathered some girls and then basically we had no space. So I would dance really extra. So then everyone would like give us space. So, um, then I started talking to this other girl who's now my friend. She's like, oh, have you heard of this um, 
this like Facebook if everyone if anyone knows what this group is I'm not even gonna say um this Facebook group k-pop group and I was like uh no so she's like oh yeah I'll add you I'll add you and I think that's when I went down the rabbit hole I think my first official concert was I was meant to go to the big bang one when they came over here 2012 or something like that I got my bar but your girl was broke and she did not go so I think the first official I want to say or oh, the first one I remember was probably like BAP or something and then um in the line I through my friend that I met in the club um I met some other people in the line and then like she threw us all into a group chat and then we started like k-pop box all together basically and we were like there was like eight of us and we would do like reactions and stuff like that no you cannot find them because I took them off not 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 to my doing everyone every, like most of my friends now we're still cool we're still close but they've kind of like outgrown it I'm still here I'm still here. So um, I was like, yeah, Shanice, take take my face off the channel. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Lovely. Well, your your origin story was way more adventurous than mine. You had multiple <laughs> locations. Mine all took place under the roof of my school. Um, <laughs> but um, Oh, yeah, fun fact. It took me like six to eight months to watch a big a singular big bang music video because i was just scared it was a cult the thumbnail um, was very scary was that the fantastic baby thumbnail which every whatever one g dragon's in the thumbnail of and like he has long red weave yeah that's fantastic baby mm. i think i've only watched it once i'm not gonna lie i'm still scared no i i, me- I remember um i think was it i don't know if it no, Fantastic Baby confused me for a bit. Like, I watched it a few times. I was like, what, what What did I watch? Like, I was intrigued. Like, I wasn't, like, disgusted by it. I was like, what is this? I know if, another one that, that confused me was Girls' Generation, I Got a Boy, because it kept changing so much. And I was just like, I think I was, me and my little sister, we was watching it. And I was just like, I kept singing it, but I was like, I don't know if I like this. Do I like this? I don't know. <laughs> Let's watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch it again. Oh my god. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Those, those videos were <laughs> an experience. I think EXO videos were like a whole experience. Like they were giving Marvel before Marvel was giving Marvel. Because why did they have superpowers? And that one song, I don't even know the name of it. It's like da 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 da. Killers, kill our mama. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an experience. Yeah, so we, we've, I guess we've both been here for a while. I doubt it will ever happen again, but I really wish they brought back Roommate. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, I think you said this before. Yeah, I really want them to do it. Even if they'd just done it, like, it wouldn't have to be, like, the same show, but in-house as, like, one company, because they're all there anyway. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, but, yeah, that's all of the unpopped opinions and questions for today. Uh, it's now time for On The Radar. So this is where me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything on our radars or anything we want to put you guys onto or anything that we've been watching or listening to. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Um, did you know, as we're recording this, today, three years ago today, SM, SM, Super M 
debuted. I know that now. Okay. <laughs> Where are they? And when are they coming back? Exactly. That was a very... You know what? I know why they maybe are not being active with Super M. It's because it allows fans to scam SM because you could just go to one concert and you get to see like tons of different groups all at once because they perform some of their individual stuff too from their respective groups. It's like buy one, get 10 free. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but yes, could they come back, please? Maybe they're waiting for, wait for Taman. I don't know. Where is Taman? Oh, he's in the military. He's in jail. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> free Taman. He's innocent. Free, free him. Also, I would like to say as well, thank you for everyone that understood my perspective on Sick Kate because y'all are the real ones. Who understood? Um, there was a few people that was like, you know what? I, I see where Shinny's coming from. I agree with you. Uh, look at the comments. Look at the comments. Okay, I was, let me pull them up. <laughs> I was meant to respond, but I haven't responded. But I just want to respond to you guys and be like, thank you. On Instagram you, or TikTok? Uh, I, I saw someone on Instagram. I don't know about TikTok. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, guys. You are the real ones. You guys understand. There's nuance, people. No, I'm sorry, but there's nuance. I'm not saying I'm 100% correct, but I stand by what I said. But that's that. Um, other than that, I don't really have much on my radar. Um, I was going to say something, but I'm, I'm going to hold my tongue. Um, <laughs> because I've said this as a time and it hasn't happened. So if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, innit? <laughs> but if you don't, cool. It's all right. I still love you. Anyway, Shay. Okay. Um, um, my radar. What has been on my radar? Um, Halucon happened this past weekend. That was fun. Thank you to any of you guys who came. It was an experience. Um, so a big thanks to anyone who came. I'm apparently currently on BBC Radio 1 on a podcast or something talking about K-pop. So that's there if you see it. Are you going to give them the name or... <laughs> If you find it, you find it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. Um, I think the podcast is called... I should know this. Um, it's called K-Pop, A Stand Story. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, so you can go check that out. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything on my radar. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, guys, thank you for listening to How You At You. Yes, and remember that you can submit any of your unpopular opinions, stories, or requests to howlut at gmail.com, or you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you. Yes, I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You can holler at me at kpopbox underscore on most platforms. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You should be able to find me at The K-Way on most platforms. Yes. And until next time, we will holler at you. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.